It's a, it's a, well, it's I a got, mushroom land. I got nothing funny to say. Hey. Welcome to the show or whatever the hell it is. Wow. <laughs> Somebody had a long day. I'm in a bad mood. Saw so Dom's already here. Oh, that's good. <laughs> wow. I'm, in a, I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> you are salty. I really am. Sorry, um, I can't I can't reach my fan and it's hot in here. So. Oh, you poor thing. I feel so bad for you. Yeah. Well, you don't want me sweating. That'd be a whole thing. No. Um, what you said before we before we hit the go live is actually what I'm gonna what I'm actually gonna lead off with, um, which is great. Um, Hi, mom. I have some thoughts on that. Hi, Jack. Oh, mom do you? And Dom, I do. And but any but well, let's start with the with the fun stuff. Um, I'll start since you're wandering around looking for a fan with no headphones. Um, how was your weekend, Jack? Oh, good. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Hey, I heard you. Relax. I'm 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 around. I know you did. What did what did you do this weekend? I suppose I could use the old fashioned like pull the cord method, huh? I mean, you know, if it's a ceiling fan, sure. Uh, you know, it was uh, I I had some gigs, gigs, some full band stuff this weekend. You did acoustic thing out at a campground. Played Shady Brook Farms yesterday. Ooh, I know it's where a, that one is. Little fall fest action. Uh, yeah, it was cool. A lot of people. A lot, of, a lot of people there. A lot of campfires, blowing smoke up on the stage. That was fun to, to deal it. with. Love it. You should have had a fan there. Loved it. Uh, <laughs> if you had a fan there, you'd be yeah. fine, right? And that night, I was like, "It's cold out. I don't need to bring my personal fan that I usually have." Right. Nope. nope didn't bring it. No. Um, so, you, but you, you know, did you that learned. watch some stuff? You learned. I feel like I did something Friday, but it seems like it was so long ago. I, I, yeah, I really didn't do. Wait, what did I do this weekend? I would assume you watched some sports because I heard there was some sports things that happened. There was. I'm trying to figure out what I did. Was that Friday or Saturday? Friday, I watched it at home. Saturday, I went over to, to that's right. Saturday, I went over um, to, to Ray and Angie's to watch the wrestling slash baseball game. Oh. Um, and then I left after the baseball game because someone ruined the big spoiler at the end of the wrestling pay-per-view that I had avoided social media all night for, there was one big major thing ha- that was, that was rumored to happen and they've been teasing for weeks. Yeah. And, and I was avoiding the whole thing. And of course the stupid group text message that I was in with Danny and JJ and some other people, oh. Danny's cousin ruined the moment for me. So I left the group text message because fuck those guys right now. Not all of them, just 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 the one guy. Um, yeah, dude. I and then you know Sunday was so we had we had a really good sports weekend in Philly. Um, we had the Phillies sweep the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Aaron Nola pitched, not like September Nola, but October Nola, who is great. September mm. Nola sucks. October Nola is awesome. Got it. Uh, and then we had the Eagles 
move to still be the only undefeated team in the NFL thanks to a shank, thanks to a wide oh. field goal. By, uh, by what team was that? Uh, that was the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. It was the nope. Arizona Cardinals that looked like the Atlanta Falcons because was... their black uniforms suck. All right, so more more Cardinal. <laughs> yes. More Cardinals if, getting beaten. If you, were, if you were a Cardinal fan this weekend, it was a really bad weekend for you. Hi, Jack. Um, not you, the other Jack. Yeah. Um, so that was all good. And then the wrestling thing, of course, capped off at the weekend. But not only was the wrestling thing awesome, the Phillies thing awesome, the Eagles thing awesome. There's yeah. One more awesome sports moment that happened this weekend. Oh, I don't know what this was. The New York Mets oh. finished the season with 101 wins. They will not be getting 103 wins because they are out of the playoffs. Oh, well, that's 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 got exciting. Mets doing Mets things. Yes. If you know, if you're a uh... if you're a baseball fan. Yeah. So uh, you also forgot that the Philadelphia Union clinch their continue to clinch their bye week and a home home field advantage as the leaders of the Eastern Conference for yeah, Major I, League Soccer. I did, I did. And it, and then that that kind of points back to a post I made earlier uh over the weekend. Um, not one trash in the Beatles this time, but this was actually a, <laughs> yeah. this was actually a, a legit question. Not that we're gonna delve into much sports, but Philadelphia always, they always talk four for four, four for four, you know, the four big flyers, Phillies, mm -hmm. Eagles, and, and uh, Sixers. And the but, soul, right? No. No, oh. no, no. I think they folded, actually. <laughs> um, but with, with the emergence of soccer, thanks, Pete. It's, 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 I have a news story about Ezra Miller. Thanks, Pete. Really appreciate it. Um, as soccer is emerging in Philadelphia as a really big monster thing do we now go five for five instead of four for four because the union are incredibly becoming incredibly popular they sell out all the time right just about uh right. last so and last year they would have won yeah the tournament for major league soccer Jackson, if no. if they had not um had to play the the championship game with uh Nine out of 11 starters out with COVID. I was going to say there was something big. Yeah. So yeah, it was ridiculous. Like I am not Andre Blake, who's the MVP for at least the last two years. Right. Um, is, was not allowed to play and neither was oh. any of the other guys all because they had symptoms and then tested positive within a couple of days. I'm not a big soccer fan. It's never just been a sport that I liked, but I'm noticing that there's an uptick in popularity. And, and apparently the union are building – like they're building out from the stadium. They're going to build a whole like complex devoted to soccer from, from what I saw. It's good and bad. I mean the stadium right now is fantastic. It's I've a blast. Heard. It's nice. It's small. There's not a bad seat in the house. Tickets are completely reasonable. I can I could take a family of four there and eat and park for the night for less than it costs for one ticket to an Eagles game. Yeah, yeah. And it's – is it now – Again, I don't want to go off on a whole, on a long tangent, but is it an ex is it exciting? Because as I'm that's great. Again, as I know, I don't know a lot about soccer. I just know that inherently, it's just a lot of kind of boring back and forth. Or well, so the union this year has not been that because the okay. union has shut out almost all their appointments and won by four to six goals every game. Oh, and which is unusual for soccer, right? Oh yeah, but the okay. union's that good this year. Gotcha. 
Um, Where would they rank against the uh, AFC Richmond? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Depends on the size field, I suppose. Right, because they're not real. <laughs> that too, but you know. Um, no, Dom, boo. Boo for the Giants, boo. Just like Jack's Baltimore, boo. Oh, it's a great game last night. I'm, you know, it's fine. Mm. Even though they almost gave it up at the end, but anyway, yeah. so so yeah, so so uh, there was okay. all that. I booked. I I got it. I got another theater show coming up. Doing nice. a little shop of horrors in a couple weeks. Playing it or like playing, acting in it? Playing bass. No, I do not act. Are you sure? Yeah. Jack is on fire right now. He is. He's a. Uh, he's he's not a soccer fan. It seems like. No, not even a little bit. Jack's I was so- not a soccer fan until I watched my kids play so many hours of soccer that I, I just now I I enjoy the game. Jack, Jack's comment for those of you that are not watching was hiding two landmines on the field would make it interesting. And that isn't wrong. And it definitely would make it interesting. I will tell you the union oh, wow. stadium there. There's one uh, end of the field, the end that opens up onto the Delaware. There we go. Um, that has a group called the sons of Ben, Let's go with that. which are basically the drunk shirtless guys that there is not a second that goes by where there is not a cheer or a chant Oh, that's or awesome. a, a, you know, taunting yeah. going on from the minute the game starts until the very end. Not stop. Okay. It's okay. rowdy. See, look, Jack was kidding. He loves football on the pitch. Oh, good. He's even got the terminology down. I feel like he watched Ted Lasso again with you recently. It's probably. Yeah, that's the only reason I know what a pitch is. So, <laughs> so much other stuff this week, though, huh? There was a couple things that happened this week. Aside from some TV shows that we'll talk about shortly, we're gonna try and make, we're gonna try and make a hard out at eight because Frank wants to watch wrestling tonight. Because if you missed it, again, real fast, the pay per view for the WWE was in Philadelphia on Saturday night. Extreme Rules. There's a lot of Extreme Rules, um, and the ending. We'll fast forward all the way to the ending. Uh, saw the return of Bray Wyatt, who was released from his contract in 2021, and um, the build up was all those little uh, white rabbit songs and Easter egg stuff. And they finally culminated last night with, with Bray Wyatt coming out at the end of the pay-per-view. And if there's one thing that WWE does incredibly well, it's theatrics. And, and just the whole reveal was absolutely awesome. Cool. Never heard of him. No, but I'm sure it was a big deal. If I had though, it, it, you would understand it more if you watched it. Probably. Um, yeah, it's it's real good. It's a real good thing for those of us that do watch it. I'm I, busy watching stuff we talk about on here, though. So would so I. I am. I <laughs> I saw I saw Andor. I saw um, House of Dragon. I saw yeah. um, um, what was the other one? Oh, She Hulk. How about uh, Rings of Power? And one I episode, saw. I one finished, episode left. Right. I just finished season two of Battlestar Galactica again. Great. Because it's on Peacock. Great. Yes. Great. Is that... As an accidental find by accident. That's great. Is there are the two spin-offs on there? What spin-offs? I didn't check yet. The two spin the, the Caprica. Yet. Oh, Caprica wasn't worth watching. I mean it was, it was okay. And yeah. then there's the uh, the couple web series that they did. Yeah, Razor. And and I own yeah. Razor. I actually own the box set for Battlestar Galactica, but I'm oh. watching it with commercials on Peacock. That makes because total dedication. Sense. Yeah. Right yeah, here. Then I don't have to get up and change a scene uh, every couple. Of- we got trailers too, man. Did you see that uh, Mario trailer? Oh. Yeah. So that was the first thing I wanted to mention. Um, there's people. There are people. There's people. There are people. 
There are. Words sound weird People now. People is plural. I'm, I'm in that Ted Lasso words weird thing again. Yeah. Um, so there are peoples. That works. Yes. No. There are peoples no. out there. Just, just, yeah. Good. It's all great. There are individuals in the world <laughs> that really are unhappy with Chris Pratt's voice. Now, okay. before I go into my thing, what did you think of of this whole voice voice gate? Well, so there's there's a couple things. One, let's remember it's a kids movie. One, <laughs> yes. Uh, two, we don't know the plot yet uh, about the Chris Pratt thing. It looks like a video game. Like it, it looks like the Mario. It looks like Mario Party. Mm-hmm. Like is all all it it looks fine. I I don't know if it's going to be better than a video game would be. Mm-hmm. I doubt it because I won't be able to play the movie. I'll just have to watch it. You will. Um, but uh, I think it looks fine for a Mario movie. My kids will love it. Um, I won't care one way or the other because there's not ever going to be a Mario movie as good as the one with um, Dennis Hopper as King Koopa. Bob Hoskins? Bob Hoskins is Mario. So the people that are complaining about the voice, right? Oh, is it just the voice they have problems with? It was a lot of the voice and the fact that his ass isn't as big. Oh, I saw that complaint about the right. fact that he's a little tighter in the derriere. Maybe he worked out a little bit. I mean, he does a lot of running and jumping. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give my spoiler hot take on that. Okay. Um, yes, Facebook I, user, bring back like Wazamo. <laughs> I feel like the uh, user. <laughs> I feel like the storyline is going to be Jumanji esque. Yes, that is my guess, which is why the voice is the voice is that he sounds like Chris Pratt and not. So, though, there is at the very end, if you watch the trailer at the very end, when he says we're going to Mushroom Kingdom, he throws in a little bit of the accent. Okay, but so nobody really complained about Bob Hoskins voice in that movie. It was the 80s movie. It was the 80s. Nobody, nobody. Nobody we cared. We didn't, we didn't care about those things back then. And we also didn't care about the guy that voiced the cartoon for 52 episodes in 1989. Do you want to know who that was? Uh, no, who was that? Captain Lou Albano was the voice of Mario. Oh, that's right. On and the he cartoon. did this, the skins before and after. That's right. Right. Um, again, it was the 80s. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of things that were done in the 80s that are not uh, correct here. They did at least have New York accents, but not. Yeah, but I don't I don't see a problem with the voice thing. Like, it's like I don't need them to do like, hey, it's a me and it's a Mario. I don't need that. Like, the that's kids fair. Don't... Yeah, I mean. But that's know. what the kids are looking for. I guess. Uh, I mean... Facebook user is Jimmy Wooten, by the way. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> that makes sense now. It does. Now it all makes sense. You already missed my whole sports thing, so I'm not going back. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I would say with the, the Mario, the Mario stuff, it, it's going to be fine. Kids are going to yeah. love it. It's going to make the same kind of money that most of these movies make, which is not a lot, but it's enough to pay for the movie and some a sequel. Sure. sure. Um, but I, I, I hope that it's he's like a video game person that gets sucked in. Right. Like the yeah, and like then we the get mantra. that right uh, yeah. because let's 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 not forget you got Charlie Day. Is Luigi who right. there's there's no way he's doing anything like that, or I, I maybe maybe at some point Dwayne Johnson shows up as a character because he uh, does everything. As he'll use his Egyptian accent like the one he's using in Black Adam. It'll be great. Oh my god! Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, look, and the problem is the rest of the people, you can't even tell. No. You can't even tell what the voices are. Right? Yeah, like, I, can't, I couldn't tell that was Keegan Michael Key as Toad. No, I wouldn't have been and able to pick that he's out. He's super distinctive. Why would you waste him? You know, um, I, I listened to this one show I've talked about it before that I hear voices. Mm-hmm. And there's all these super talented voice actors um, out there that do it for a full living and they like to just get the celebrity names on. You know, to, right. to try and sell the thing, but to people that are going to go see it really care if it's Chris Pratt or if it's, you know, Nolan North doing the voice. No, they don't care in the grand scheme of things, unless they wanted to hear Chris Pratt's voice, which is why they would make it sound that way and make him sound like Emmett from uh, Lego movies. All of a sudden, Mario. Right. Exactly. Um, Alan Moore. You know who Alan Moore is, right? I, I, I know a little bit about Alan Moore. He's done some things. He's written Alan- some stuff. He has written a couple of things. Like he doesn't Watch- like to talk about it. Like Watchman, Watchmen. Watch. Wow. Watchman. Did you watch that yet? I feel like no. you didn't even watch that show yet. No, but wow. he's got a hot take right now. Oh, I didn't see this. What's uh? What what did he finally? Uh, Watchmen creator Alan Moore says superheroes shouldn't be for adults. I don't. I don't argue that. Uh, well, he said. I'm going to paraphrase through this and not give the whole quote because it's a really long. Hundreds of thousands of, ad- of adults are lining up to see characters and situations that had been created to entertain the 12-year-old boys, and there was always boys, of 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think that superheroes were adult fair. Um, and then he goes on to say that he thinks that was a mis- misunderstanding born of what happened in the 80s, to which he puts his hand up to a considerable share of the blame. Um but if, yeah, because I would say Watchmen's definitely was not written for children. No, but he's saying that that superheroes are not for for adults; they're for kids, right? I I agree with that at the core of that statement. Alan the, I, I don't. His mouth. No, 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 no. I I, I agree that superheroes uh-huh. are at their core for children. At their core, yes. Um. You know, and and he wrote Watchmen as kind of a reaction to, to the politics of the eighties and all of those things. Every, night. <laughs> Every so, and night. that was not designed obviously for children, but I think it, as the the base of superheroes and who they were based on. And if you looked at the the backstory of his, not the one when they did the TV show, right? The, the ones that they went back with are. <laughs> Like, you know, it, they were superheroes and this is what happens after. And that's the story he told in Watchmen. He didn't he didn't care about the story of when they were superheroes because that was a kid's story. He wanted to tell an adult story is it was what happened when your superheroes grow up. Fair. Yeah, Fair and, and that, that can be that's his take on it. And I don't necessarily disagree with that. I think those are more interesting. Fair enough. Um, but I think that's also DC's problem is they're trying to make those kids movies and kids stories adult fair I, I i think i've said it before there's very few dc movies that i would have taken my kids to see like um, i would not i would not have taken my kids to see man of steel bbs no, no definitely wonder not Wo- batman versus superman wonder woman was was brutal the yeah. scenes you had you had kids that were dying and had bandages on from getting shot in war yeah in that that's movie. true there was some crazy stuff. 
stuff in there. Black Adam doesn't look like it'll be a movie that I would, and now they're teenagers, at least one of them, but you know, right. it's, it's, they're, they're, they're making these movies for adults now, but they're, they're making them about what should be kids fair. Black Adam doesn't really look like a movie I want to see either at this point, but you know, I'll do my due jill, due, 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 due diligence. Yeah, let's see. Black Adam also drops on the night that the Philadelphia Union are uh, playing their first playoff game after the bye week. So uh, we'll see which wins out there. I'm not sure yet. Uh, I know what wins out for me. I would probably go see, see the Union. Um, in in other stuff. Yeah, it's an 8 p.m. Uh, game. So, ooh, go to an early showing. Take the whole day off for Black Adam. Right? Oh okay. yeah, no. No, don't ruin my day that bad. No. Um, yeah, you were a little chopped for a minute. I think you're better. That better now? Um, you probably hear yeah. my dog barking out back. Better? <laughs> no, not not currently. Yeah. No. Oh. Um, remember we had been teasing the well, we hadn't been teasing it, but Netflix had been teasing us with not revealing who Uncle Fester in their Wednesday Adams show is gonna be. I did spoilers, by the way, if you didn't see this news or were trying to not see it. Yeah. I just have to if you're trying to avoid it, it's a it's a quick little spoiler. Um Fred Armisen is Uncle Fester. Yeah, I don't know why they hid that. Yeah, I don't know he'll why be they fine. Hit. He'll be sure, Fred Armisen. He'll be fine. Um yeah. I, I mean, guess. he'll just be Fred Armisen without hair. That's right. It's and, not like he's a super a versatile pace- actor. And a pasty whiteness. Yeah, he's he's not. I mean, in in um, our flag means death. He was just Fred Armisen as a pirate bartender, right? And he's basically Fred Armisen in every other thing he does. Yeah, it's just he just you know he's he's there and he does his thing. Weird, he's just talking, weird casting. And, you know. That's a weird casting, but I don't is hate it, it. Dude, Christopher Lloyd was Uncle Fester in the movies. Christopher Lloyd is is amazing now when you look back at it. So maybe maybe Fred will do the same. Yeah, that's what I mean. You wouldn't have thought Christopher Lloyd to cast as uh, as no, Uncle you're Fester right. Back then, my God, my you dog know? is absolutely going batshit crazy out back right now. You would have thought uh, like Danny DeVito would have been a good oh. bat, Uncle Fester back. Danny then. DeVito would have been a great Uncle Fester, I think. Um, there's a prequel show called The Winchesters, right? Yeah, this is about yeah. Sam and Dean, the no. supernatural guys. That's, I'm yeah. sorry, it's about Sam and Dean's grandparents. Oh, is it grandparents and or parents? parents? Well, they cast Sam and Dean's grandfather. So they're just going to tell us the supernatural story with yes. parents. Yeah. Cool. Yes. They did cast Sam and Dean's grandfather. You don't know who got the role of Sam Jeffrey, and Dean's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. No, not oh. even close. Oh. Think a little closer into the CW family than the CW uh, alumni. Oh, I, you it's know not Stephen Amell. It's not Stephen Amell. John Diggle. Close? No, not really close. Kind of uh, close. I don't know. No, Tom Welling will be the grant. Will be the grandfather. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, I mean, he's okay. you know, I do not believe he will fly in this show either. So I think that he's going to stick with the no tights, no fly rule. And yeah, that's it's it's fine. I'll uh. Yeah, maybe I'll tune in, watch Tom. I still got to catch him on Lucifer. It's on my list. He's going to play Samuel Campbell, uh, taking place in the seventies. Oh, so he doesn't. Oh, that's right, because they weren't Winchesters before. 
Right. It's weird, right? So yeah, I don't know if you follow Supernatural at all, but the mother, the mother's family was the one that was okay. hunters. Then the okay. dad came into it. So the Winchesters isn't the like legacy name of the family that was hunters, really. Right. Unless they changed it in later seasons. I only watched the first eleven seasons. I my son, my youngest son, actually watched it. Um, the last like seven or eight, I I uh, I bowed <clears throat> out. Jensen Ackless is doing a great job on Big Sky right now, though. Is he? Yeah, it's, I love that show. Um, Welling is uh, most recently set to star in the Scott Windhauser directed action film Deep Six, so he's getting some big screen time too. He hasn't uh, he hasn't been in a lot of movies. Um, no, good for him. Only took yeah. him until he was in his mid forties to. You know, well, I think the last movie I remember seeing him in was Draft Day. Oh, I, actually, I didn't even know he was in Draft Day. No, he was the quarterback in the one with Kevin Costner. I didn't know who Tom Welling was at that point. Ah, uh, good point. Yeah, we weren't all watching the CW in the that's, early 2000s. That's true. It had the most realistic football trade of all time in that movie. Did it? No, absolutely oh, not. Cool. He 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 basically he, yeah he traded like the team's four number one draft picks for four years to get this guy, then traded down and then traded back to the same team to get their number two. I don't know. He got, he traded away all of his picks, traded down, picked the guy he could have picked at a lower spot anyway, then traded again to get back up to pick another guy. It was, it was the worst. It sounds like the Philip Rivers, Eli. Oh, around. It, but it was, it's so much more involved and awful. Mm. But but this and and Dennis Leary is the coach. Kevin Costner is the the GM of the Cleveland Browns. So it's oh. you know it's all, yeah. Was there even a Cleveland Browns when this movie was made? There there was there was was there yes there, there was, was a good stretch there wasn't. No, it was when they moved in the um, middle of the night to Baltimore and turned into uh. Was know, that one the, of the Cleveland best Browns? It was. It's a twenty four. This is a twenty fourteen movie. Um, actually, the cast is. Wait, Kevin dra- Costner. Draft day was 2014. Draft day was 2014. So Tom Welling was like 40 years old playing uh playing a character named Brian Drew. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, I never saw it now that I think about draft it, day. It's actually really a bad movie that's good. Mm. Um Kevin Costner, Jennifer Garner, Chadwick Boseman's in it as one of the football players. Oh, look at that. Uh Puffy Combs, Ellen okay. Burtson. Frankly, Angela. I mean, it's got a really good cast. Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah. It's um, just I, not maybe, a really good. I'll, it's really, it's a really it. not a good script, is what it is. Yeah, I, I'll just watch any given Sunday again. Oh, let's do. Can we do a rewatch? Sure. Okay. That one we can do. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I'll allow it. So, uh, at New York City Comic Con was this weekend. Yeah, I didn't see any announcements that came out of it. How was how was that? I saw one announcement that I cared about. Okay. There was a new teaser trailer for Picard season three. Oh, God. Yeah. This is going to be the last season of this TV show. Sure. Okay. The entire Next Generation cast is coming back, including allegedly Denise Crosby, who was killed off like four episodes into season one. Tasha Yar? Tasha Yar is returning. Wow. It, Do you like that? Do you, do I, you like I like that, that you me? pulled that right out. I do. <laughs> I do. That was around when I stopped watching Star Trek: The Next Generation. So that's it's, about all I got. So there's 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 a villain that I that I'm not that I'm not uh, familiar with, um, and Khan. then is it Khan? I bet it's Khan. No, but it is a Khan 
themed villain. Mm. Uh, they're bringing back the holodeck villain Moriarty. Okay. So you, rem- so you remember they used to go in and they used they would do their holodeck yeah, programs. Picard with Sherlock. Yeah. Picard. So Moriar- Moriarty gained sentience because of something oh. in the plot or whatever happened. So that 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 character was sentient and started taking over bits and pieces of the Enterprise and learning from the computer on the wall and stuff. Got it. Um, so he's coming back, and they're and Brent's. Minor, who said he would never play Data again because Data, you know, spoilers, Data died, is coming back as Data's twin brother, evil twin brother, Lore. Oh, got it. But it looks like it's a really cool, the trailer was really cool. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm excited for it because uh, season two kind of was a little bit of a downslope. Season one was really good. Season two kind of went down and this, they're bringing back the whole thing. Worf is a pacifist. Um, oh, all right. yeah, well, it looks like it's going to be a really, well, really, really good. I've got the Paramount Plus yeah. now, so maybe I'll catch up before that comes out. I would catch up on on um, Discovery and on... Strange New Worlds. Discovery is really good. The season one of Discovery is a little weird, um, yeah. but once you get through that, um, it's actually pretty good. Yeah, I'll, it's on my it's on my list of stuff to watch on Paramount. I have I have I have a bunch. I still got to finish Barry. I'm like four episodes in and get that's. 700 things came out all at I once. really heard that's a great show, too. It is. The first two seasons were good. I'm in the middle of the third. Um, I got a couple of little DC nuggets. Oh. Nuggets? Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson confirms <sighs> that his plan for Black Adam's DCEU future absolutely includes fighting Superman, but he will not say when. Wesley isn't a Q. Wesley is a traveler. We just shut him down, Frank. He's not a Q. He's a traveler. As, as Pete said, Wesley Crusher was a Q. Exclamation, a Q. exclamation, exclamation. With a smiley face. Frank disagrees. No, he's not a Q. He's a traveler. Um, <laughs> now, yeah. I know how to, now I know how to get Frank all fired up. It's going to randomly text him that. Wesley Crusher is a Q. Everybody can randomly message Frank that this week. It'd be fantastic. Oh, I Thank hate you. all of you. Um, <laughs> Wonder Woman 3 script is complete I can't wait for this Oh I saw this She's ready for a fourth She's ready for a fourth she, Thank she said, God. I can see more story Hey, but, but I got a lot of other stuff I want to do too So Gal Gadot will be approximately 72 Years old when we, she's, when we not getting that, she's not getting that Star Wars movie anytime soon No look when they shoot the fourth Wonder Woman uh, she'll be a grandmother. So, Ooh. um, our buddy Pete, who trolled me earlier with the Ezra Miller thing, uh, Ezra recently filmed new scenes for the flash last week as part of the latest round of reshoots. You're a little choppy there. Oh, can't um, wait. Can't wait. Hoping that he, uh, doesn't hoping he doesn't make it out. No, there was a there was a screen there was a picture where uh, the director was kneeling down and he, he kind of took a selfie and and blurred behind him was the Flash in a new suit and the suit looks suspiciously like the CW Flash's suit. Oh, is it the the uh, these are the reshoots the, to get Gustin in the movie taken over? God, Look, I hope so. end of end of Flash, end of the Flash TV show. Gustin jumps to the movies, takes over for Ezra. 
I mean, he wanted to do new Starts projects. getting the paycheck he's deserved because you know even the leads on those CW shows don't really make that much cash. Technically, this is a new project, right? Mm -hmm. It's a movie. Um, Look, I'm, I'm, I, I, I wish they didn't have so much ground to cover to make it Wally West and like the good Wally West. Yeah. Not the one they tried to reinvent that got really weird, but the, the legit old school Wally West. Um, but they'd have to do. It's a problem with a lot of these characters, and and um, you know, there's so much backstory that they did in the comic books to get to introduce these characters and make them worthwhile. That doing it shortened in a movie just seems like a cheat. Yeah. You know, and by the time you yeah. got Wally as a uh, as the Flash, he had already had a full career as Kid Flash, been in the Titans, been in the New Teen Titans, retired. And then came out, and then had to figure out how to regain his speed. Didn't it feel like? Didn't it feel like Barry retired as the Flash last season? <laughs> I, I don't even remember. I mean, right, because he wasn't—he wasn't on the show. Right, right. <laughs> Maybe he had his time off. He has his uh, his his step his mother-in-law. Hmm. Yeah, his mother-in-law does all the work now, while their baby just is—I don't know—fending for himself on the streets. Well, yeah, the, the two-year-old is as you as you do with super speed. Did you notice ever in that show? I'm sure you're not caught up that in all these future things that they go to, mm -hmm. uh, Joe and Cecile's baby never mentioned. Ooh, I wonder how bad Iris's, that is. Iris's baby brother never mentioned anywhere. They don't even mention that's Iris's brother. No, they don't. <laughs> but like, I... never mentioned anywhere. Should be a little bit, not much, but a little bit older. Little bit, little bit part of the story, and mom's a meta, so like should what? be tied into all of these story arcs. Should be. Hey, Dylan, thanks hey, for joining Dylan. in. Oh, that's fun. You know what? Let's go here. Dylan's here. Let's go to the Marvel world for a little bit, and we can throw I'm in the Sheep Hulk stuff. I'm sure you were all caught up on everything Marvel released in the last week, right? There's actually something that Marvel released that has the fourth highest Rotten Tomato audience score of any MCU show that I might actually peek and take a watch now. Oh. That would be Werewolf by Night. It was really good. Apparently. And and there's people that are going into it without reading the comics that are that are raving about it. It, it has nothing to do with the comics. No? Okay, <laughs> even better. That's even better. No, it's a, it's a, it's a 60s, uh, late, late night, Saturday night, uh, Elvira okay. up all night kind of. It's not super campy, right? Um, but it is shot in black and white. I, that I've seen from the uh, screenshots. Yeah, it's it's to do a little little um, plot piece that's all in the first five minutes. Because honestly, I watch, I tried watching it the night it came out. I, I passed out. I had a really long week. Um, I watched it again today, the full thing all the way through. So they did take a character <laughs> that that they could have kept and used, and maybe they'll use in flashback stuff now uh ulysses bloodstone who is okay. the leader of all monster hunters in the world is this premise right and to decide the uh next person to inherit the bloodstone they pull the top monster hunters in the world and they have to then compete okay to um get this bloodstone whoever survives hunting this monster in their ground the grounds will be the next bloodstone holder right um, so you get that is the base premise of it. And then, then how does it go through? And it's like I said, it's like an old school, like 
horror movie with the with the basic effects and a lot of practical stuff, not a lot of specials, not a lot of CGI. Which is odd for Marvel. Yeah, it's good though. Like, but and and so directed by Michael G. G. Kino, who you may know from doing um, the soundtrack for most Marvel things. He's okay. a composer. Right, right, right. Um, he also did some. Uh, he's done. I, I, if you look him up, he's done hundreds and hundreds of. of things. Mm-hmm. He's, he's one of the most uh, in demand composers in Hollywood right now. Um, but he directed this. Made his made his try over because he's been so tied to Marvel. Feige said, "Go for it." So this is actually one of the final entries in Phase Four. This is part of the MCU. Oh, I mean, look, there's stuff that ties into the MCU 100. percent And they can, is that they the Man Beast Man thing? Man John? Spoilers. Um. Uh, is that a spoiler? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had no idea. I yeah. just seen it all over social media, um, so I really wasn't aware. Sorry. I saw. Well, J.M. D. Uh, D. Matisse, who used to write. Uh, a lot of this stuff back in the 80s uh, mentioned that on his Twitter and it has been five days you know we'll spoil stuff for other shows just sure. the same but um, that character makes an appearance if you don't know who Man Thing is he is basically uh, the precursor to Swamp Thing and who Swamp Thing was based off of uh, okay. uh, the Marvel version but always like a background character never was like a huge it was like you know they'd bring him in what what terror does man beast bring and he was you know and it was just a, a monster they'd bring in and out and not really a sentient super you know didn't didn't talk or anything um but always a fun character okay and they bring him in there was a lot of those those kind of references in here like that bloodstone was a monster hunter in the comics that they would bring in and out all the time that was this really robust like a doc savage kind of figure like monster yeah. hunter um you know but we don't we don't get that much of him in this one that's cool. It 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 has a a uh, where is it? It's ninety two percent critic score and a ninety four percent audience score, and that's rare for for stuff to have uh, both high like that. Um, but that's cool, right? I mean, well, it goes it goes back to the there's no expectations for it, right? Right. I talk about it all the time, right? Like if there's if there's if you've read the story before. You're gonna feel some kind of way one way or the other, and you're gonna get right. the, the trolls that bomb it, right? Right. Um, and in this one, there's no expectations because it's an original story. Okay. And nobody's like, "Oh my god, those werewolf by night stories were my lifeblood when I was a kid," because there was like six of them in the '60s. Okay. And then they just let all the characters kind of go away. Um, but yeah, I, I think you should watch. It. I know you're not a horror guy, but it's not horror. No, and I might that that really. Um... Um, that's definitely something I'll, I'll take a peek at. So while we're over here in Marvel, yes, we got one episode left of the uh, the so sensational She-Hulk. Before we go to the She-Hulk spoilers, uh oh. Um, apparently, according to um two of the stars of the upcoming Black Panther movie, mm. no one has guessed Black Panther. Hmm. Now, I mean, it, no it, one like it, 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 it's the, she said, and I'm going to get the, the, the names completely wrong. Yes. Uh, Lupita. That's right. Lupita Nyong'o. I got the first name right. And, uh, Diani, Danny, is it just Danny? Deny Guerrero. Deny Guerrero. Uh, <laughs> both were, uh, in an interview with L. Hey, look, I haven't messed up names in a while. 
I'd mess up words, just not I mean, names. Nipita Luongo only has an Academy Award. It's fine. That's all right. Um, in an interview with Elle, they were asked uh, about um, how, how the audience members guessed. And Lupita said, we love the speculation. And Guara said, they're not getting all of it right. And then Lupita said, no, they haven't guessed it at all. Now, that could be smoke and mirrors and them just saying that to kind of, you know, like throw everybody off. Or maybe... As long as it's not Letitia Wright, I'll be happy. I have a feeling it's partially her in some I, way. I'm hoping it's mom. I would love Angela Bassett. Or I'll even take um, I'll even take Lupita's character. It could be it could be one of the Dora Milaje. Well, she's not. She's a, she's not one of the Dora Milaje. No, she was his wife slash girlfriend slash girlfriend. Love like, interest. Yeah, just a yeah. covert agent. Yes, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, now we can go over to the quick little She-Hulk business. I mean, what a setup for the end. The episode all around. And you got Daredevil. How do you mean quick? Daredevil. Yeah. Um, what do you think? So I watched it twice. <clears throat> okay? okay. I watched it once and told you what I thought. And mm -hmm. then you told me what you thought. And I went back and watched it again. And I saw it a completely different way. Oh, look at that. So I don't have the negative. Um, the negative feelings that I had towards it. I felt the first time I watched it that they made Daredevil too much of a joke and that they made Daredevil too much of like a of a, of a gag. Um, and then watching it again, I realized that the two of them do have sensational chemistry together and he fit that story and he fits, even though it seems like he is still the same Daredevil from the Netflix show, that that he fits this world now perfectly i agree i think it would be weird to bring and it wouldn't have worked right to bring in down in the dumps <laughs> uh, everything's awful daredevil and to be like well what's this guy doing it doesn't fit the show at all um you know she -Hulk, I, I think she hulk continues to just be a great show it's just not the show that most people expected or yes. were looking for but i think and if and and when people go back and look at this show in another year or two, they're gonna be like, "This is one of the highlights of Phase Four. Um, Just because it's mm -hmm. it's funny, <clears throat> and Tatiana Maslany is She's amazing. Great. So there was a uh, there was a line in the courtroom scene that completely changes. Oh yeah, the entire universe when Matt Murdock said that the Sokovia Accords have been repealed. So like that's that's like game changing for the whole universe right yeah yeah it it it's um i i i don't think we've seen anything involving the sokovia accords no since ant-man 2 ant-man and the wasp right it's been, it's been a while uh and maybe i i i'd have to watch hawkeye again because i feel like they talked about them in hawkeye Maybe, and this isn't. This is not that long after Hawkeye. I don't think. It's no, I don't think so. Pete, um, the Pete's Daredevil saying, from the Netflix TV show was absolutely nothing like the Daredevil in She-Hulk. No, but point. but could have been and should have been. been. Pete, Pete's saying Daredevil was pretty cool and funny. If the show was like that, I may have to go watch it. Right in the um, Netflix show, you, he was very brooding and 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 angry and, and sad. But he wanted to I, – I think he – we could have had all of these other moments for him. 
but that wasn't their plan. Their plan was let's make something darker than what they're making in the movies. Yeah. And let's do it this way. But now we want him across the board. So like on his show, it can get a little darker, a little, little grittier. Right. But like, you know, there's daredevil always had this weird balance. I've been back reading, um, the run. I went back to like issue 140 and started, I want to say, which was like 1977 or 78. Okay. Where I started the run again for daredevil just cause I hadn't read a lot of it. I don't want to read the Frank Miller stuff. Um, and he always has this a little bit more of a lightness. And I mean, again, it was the 70s. So right. like even dark. And he was going through some crazy stuff in the comics, but like would still come out and like crack a joke here and there. You know, do a little bit of that wit. There's a reason that that people like him, you know, as a blind yeah. guy that in the in the comics versus the movies, they really dig into like he's got this, you know, um, town home or it's not the brownstone in um, in New York. Right. With like there's a training facility here because they're actually successful lawyers. Right. Not not right? scraping not like by struggling down in the dumps. Like they both have money and they both do well. And mostly it's you know, they, they do like the, the charity cases and things like that, but they also then will go do big clients like Luke Jacobson. Right. Um, which I like that version of that side of his life better. And there was there was it was a good it was a good appearance for him having him having him there the way they had him there explains why he's in that city and not in New York and and at all yeah. like they really did map it out really well. I mean, how fitting for for you know it wouldn't work on another show, but for this show, how how right in key with this show is it that he's walking away and the next morning still in full costume? Oh, the walk of shame with, was great with his boots in his hand. Yeah, no, that was great. <laughs> That was that was that was pretty good. I I enjoyed it. I'm curious to see what they're going to do in the finale. It it it's overall been a pretty fun show. I I've enjoyed. I would say I've enjoyed almost every episode. Um, and, if, and if you watch the people that don't like it, like they're calling out all the people that things we're going to complain about. Yep. They call you out in the episode and are like, "Hey, what what is it? Why is she here? Is what's going to be? What's the big yep. twist? Is Red Hulk coming? What's going to happen?" <laughs> and and they've been they've been they've been subtly taking shots at this at the fan base throughout oh this God, whole show because they so, knew there was going to be hate. Yeah. So after the finale next week, um, I think we should revisit our our rankings of of the MCU shows, just as a quick rundown of since what's come out with this one included in it. Now we can run down um, what we we'll think see, are are are. We'll see where it ends. So far, I would probably put this second in mine. That's pretty good. That's that's um, pretty good. There's there's been a lot of bad bad Disney Plus shows. Yeah, there yeah there have. But I like some that you don't. That's why I think I yeah. want to. We'll revisit this next yeah, week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll go to we'll do the Andor thing real fast because there's really not a lot to talk about with that. Um, and then we'll we'll end with the House of the Dragons. Yeah. Okay. Um, you for so if you haven't seen Andor this week, um. You really didn't miss much, but uh, what did you think of, of the show? Um, I I think I slept through a solid twenty minutes in the middle. Yeah. Um. I I want to know why we're going the route we're going with Mon Mothma. Right. So, like, you know, I don't. Where is it going to play in that <clears throat> that I care about her family? You know what I mean? That's where I'm. In, yep. I'm sure you see where that direction goes. I think the stuff with Andor and the dude from um, and he was just in the show Feed the Beast or not Feed the Beast. Um, right. 
uh shit what's the show called i don't remember um the chef show on netflix chef? um no no driving driving by with diners somebody somebody listening can throw it in the thing for me it's on uh it's on hulu it's the guy from shameless okay. um but the guy he was having the heart to heart with off and on yeah um uh, he's fantastic as an actor and i think they they cast him in just the right spot for him to kind of be able to dig in and, and do what he does best which is nice like it was definitely the right guy to cast for that role uh other than that i mean it was just a setup episode which is fine yeah. i mean it's a longer season so they they can have mm-hmm. ebbs and flows as they go and do a setup where you just get backstory on people well they're going to be doing a time jump also yeah so they're covering they're covering a year so this 12 episode season is covering a year. So there the speculation is that after this week's coming episode is going to be a little bit of a time jump and then we should kind of go on from there. Well, I'm fine with the 6 month or a year time jump versus right. 8 years at a pop. 8 years at a pop. One of the things I did notice and then I read a I read an article about it is that they've they've managed to make tie fighters terrifying in a good way. Like when a tie fighter comes by, they're terrified of of that spotting them, and they all like hide for cover, and just that sound. I mean, the sound of the tie fighter flying by is awesome. Yeah, why why wouldn't you be right? right. If you're just on foot and you don't yep. have anything, why why wouldn't you be freaked well, out by seeing one of those? If a stormtrooper's flying it, you know you're not going to get hit. It's true. Which is something else they also haven't shown yet. They haven't shown a stormtrooper yet. So the time frame we're at. We're five years before um, Rogue One. Rogue One. Right. So we're. Which is what? Six years before A New Hope? So we're. No. No. Because Rogue One ends at the beginning of A New Hope. The end of the movie is the beginning of A New Hope. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You're right. You're right. So it's five years before A New Hope still too. Um, Yeah. So we're. How long after. Um. Obi-Wan. So we're five years after Obi-Wan. No. No. This is is this um, happening at the same time as Obi-Wan? It's a few years after Obi-Wan. It can't be much, though. That's that's what this is. I actually just Googled that. It says Star Wars Andor is only meant to be set around five years before Rogue One and a few years after Obi-Wan Kenobi. It can't be much, though, because the kids Leia had to be ten mm-hmm. and Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? I don't think yeah. that was an eight-year-old running around in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm, who knows? Uh, the Bear is the name of the show I was trying to figure Oh, okay. Okay. Great show. If you ever worked in the restaurant industry, oh, my God. It's a fantastic show. Um, but, yeah, I so I don't, I don't know. Because uh, we, so we had Stormtroopers in Kenobi, right? So, according – okay, according to this, this article that I'm reading now, um, Stormtroopers are viewed as the Empire's most elite soldiers in the <laughs> universe. Only being used when most needed and for the biggest threats. This tracks with previous appearances, given they have only really appeared in vital situations such as major battles or alongside Sith slash Jedi. As Andor has been more grounded in tone and is not yet necessarily showing events worthy of stormtroopers' attention, makes sense they have not appeared, and instead the likes of pre-more security or the ISB are the focus. Yeah, I mean, we've just been seeing their vendors, right? We yeah. haven't seen the actual one. But no, it so makes do, sense. Do you think at some point in this we run into Fulcrum? It's possible. I hope not. Like, well, if, either, But it doesn't have to be the Ahsoka Fulcrum. If it's Ahsoka Fulcrum, 
I would like to just hear the voice and not see Ahsoka. If it's the fulcrum from Rebels, again... Well, she was fulcrum in Rebels. So it was... Wait, and then, then the other guy was, was when she was killed. Right. That's then when the, the other, other guy dude took up. over who was part of the Empire. I wouldn't mind seeing him pop up and not her. And how do we not get Thrawn? Ah, <sighs> uh, I'm hoping that for the, for Ahsoka that that well that we are getting Thrawn for Ahsoka. Yeah, but, but how do you not like pop him in here? I mean, he was pretty busy in Rebels. He was, but this also isn't yet at a level of we need something like that here. I don't. I don't know. Think that they need it in the show, but like, no, they definitely I, don't. It depending on how much we intertwine with existing canon, right? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where do you? Because it doesn't make sense that he was. This was during when they were chasing Ezra. Yep, yep. I know. Is within a year or so, right? Because I think the Rebels TV show took place over the course of like three or four years. Uh, yeah, it was a couple. It was over a couple years because Ezra grew. Yeah, Ezra aged up during it. Yeah, and then. Before the Battle of uh, Endor, Hera and Kanan's kid was born in like four or five because he was in the yep. in the ship with them. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. You, you got to be close. Um, I'm exci- I'm excited for next week's episode because it should be a big spectacle of an episode. Yeah, they, they saved all the money this week to, to throw. Yes, they week. definitely saved all the money. <laughs> um. All right. To round out the show. Uh, was probably my favorite episode of House of the Dragons so far. Really, absolutely. Um, did you? You're caught up on it, right? I am. All right. So, anybody else, if you have not seen House of the Dragons, we haven't been doing a good job of saying we're doing spoilers because it hasn't really been anything super spoilery except the uh, the Daredevil thing and the man beast that I ruined or man guy that I ruined. Yeah. Um, but this is the House of the Dragons spoilers. This is where we're bringing it home. Um, did you enjoy the episode? It was fine. I it, it it wasn't my favorite, but I'm still I've still been reeling from all these time jumps. <laughs> we get another one. Uh, no, we don't. This was yeah. the last one. No, right. That's what I mean. Is we got another one? Yeah, this we episode. got another one this week. Yeah, this. Yes. Um, and some of the stuff with this jump, I don't understand. Which stuff? Um, some of the kids and ha- their ages and like. Some aged up a lot. Some aged up a little bit. Yet Damon doesn't age at all. Yeah, but no, like the the strong kids. I mean the, the yes, you know the, the, uh, the Targaryen the Targaryen kids. Um, they seem to have aged up like five years. Meanwhile, the the other Targaryen kids, the blonde ones, really seem to age up. up like ten or fifteen years, and married now, and like old enough to be married. Maybe that's because they're pure blood. Somehow Aegon's the older one, even though he looks like 10 years younger than Amond. The name thing bothers me still. And there's another Aegon on the way. You caught that, right? Yes. She's now, pregnant with she's pregnant is, with an Aegon. This is this is I think this is the Aegon we know. No. no. This Aegon at the start of it because Baratheon was in Aegon's court, right? The Mad King? Yes. So that would make this Aegon a hundred and thirty. Um, when he was with Baratheon or 120 when he was with Baratheon. So there's a few more generations to go. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah, we're, we're still, even though we've, we've time jumped like 30 years since the start of the show. It feels like it. Uh, it's not 30. It's, it is over 20 years since the show started. It it feels like it. And Uh Damon, 
aged nothing at all and still doesn't have eyebrows. No, and, and I mean, the fact that, that they're trying to pitch us that Viserys lasted 20 years yeah, he really when he was looked, already yeah. struggling in the first episode is nuts yeah. to me. He looks he looks really bad, doesn't he? And Damon hasn't aged a day, not a single day. But like, but you're telling me that as weak as he was eight years ago, he's still hanging in. Like, come on, right? Yeah. Like, you're telling me medicine's where it's at, but this dude can hang on with no eye. I mean, no for the poppy. Yeah, that's just heroin. It doesn't do good things for you. <laughs> it takes away the pain, but doesn't like make you last longer in life. <laughs> yeah, true. You know, it, so it's it's. Uh, I thought Patty uh, Constant Wines or whatever his name is Constantine Constantine uh, Constantine. Yeah, You're right. I thought he was. Oh, what did I get? I got a. I have a bottle. If anybody wants it, um, I thought mm. he was great in this episode he was absolutely outstanding that so i have a couple of things on that so the scene where he walks up to the throne they basically filmed that in real time like he was all prosthetic up and they filmed that in real time they said it basically took him 20 minutes wow to, to get up to the throne um the coolest absolute coolest thing that happened in that episode where is it here it is uh da -da 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 -da. So in that scene where Damon walks up and helps his brother up to the, to the, to the throne. Yeah. When the crown fell off, that wasn't supposed to happen. That oh. just happened. And Damon reaching down and picking it up and putting it on his brother's head was all ad libs spur of the moment. And oh, wow. they just kept filming. That was really, really cool. It was, they just kept filming and it was just like they said it like that there was this turning point in their relationship and it was just a silent moment and it was really awesome. And you could tell during the episode that Damon was kind of a little more leaning into his brother and not resenting and regretting him as much. Right. No, I thought it was great. And I thought even at the table, Kate, when you saw when Damon jumped in and didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shows the evolution of that character well i mean he did jump in and in, in he did jump in when when um what's his name uh called Bayton. called called the kids bastards when balon yeah yeah i mean the way <laughs> uh, look, i totally didn't see that coming i don't Not know how, the way how they did sharp it. that sword is but i don't know i mean that's valerian steel Human he's got a pretty tough yeah he's got a valerian <laughs> sword That'll, that's like adamantium um, in their world. Got it. Uh, but he didn't just, I mean, he literally cut his head off right above his tongue. Yeah. Like, and then the, the, the quip was great. Right. About, about not about, well, he didn't exactly lose his tongue. He, no, he can keep his tongue. Yeah. He can keep his tongue. Um, the other really, rather really, really poignant moment of that episode so Viserys is dead. Like he officially finally died. At the at the very end. At the very Viserys, end. Viserys doesn't make it. Yeah. Viserys doesn't make it. And he starts talking quietly to 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 Allison. But uh from what uh from what I was reading, he thought it was his daughter. Yeah, he was he was finishing a conversation that he didn't finish from 18 years earlier. 
Right. Which, again, that's why these time jumps are, are shitty. Yes. Right? Um, like, uh, you know, you're jumping all this time and like, okay, but did he ever finish the story to Renera? Well, it wasn't just so much that he finished the story. It was the fact that he said that he basically told Allison that her son was in line to be the like her son is the promised one. Right, but they were taught he was talking about was, the prior Agen. Correct. He was talking about Rhaenyra's kid. But Allison wow. didn't hear that. And Allison now they basically set the stage for the big civil war. Allison is going to push her kid to be on the throne when it's supposed to be Rhaenyra's on the throne and then her kids. So there's a whole big kind of thing going on here now. Yeah, so we'll see how they uh We'll see how that ends up going uh, for him. I don't like, like I said, I don't, I don't know how we keep playing where like sometimes people can make up whatever they want rule wise on this show well, and in, yeah. in, you know, in Westeros and sometimes they can't, sometimes they're bound to it. And like the King's word matters completely for who's running um, whatever it's called. Uh, the, not Dragonstone, because that they're staying at Dragonstone, but wherever the Valerian's Valerian's family is. Um, you know, because now her kid her other kid gets that one. Right? But like I don't mm-hmm. I'm not interested enough in her oldest to believe that he has any shot at beating Aegon or Amon. Out even in a single battle. Like I would just be like, All right, let's do a duel. Great, you're dead. It's my my throne now. Bye. Well, there so <laughs> So there's a couple of big things that happen in that episode that are that that have bigger um, details, and I'll, I'll run through them real fast. Um, the dragon eggs that Damon took at the very beginning of the episode are super super important. Okay. Um, one of those is allegedly Morning, who will be flown by Reyna Targaryen. I can't keep track of who is who. Yet. Reyna has a dragon though. Not Rhaenyra. Reyna. Oh, I don't know who Raina is. And I think Raina is the oh, one. Raina is the other kid. Raina is the other one that was supposed to get um, the big dragon. I think. Right? No, no, no. I think Raina is one of is the other baby. There's okay. another baby that's not there. Okay. Okay. Because um, uh, Rhaenyra introduced Raina and Aegon to Viserys. Yes. Uh, the seven pointed star in the red keep and Alicent's necklace uh, have deeper meaning than you think. Um. I don't yeah, they're really... going to be like the, the order of the, the light or whatever, the flame. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's some other stuff that I, I really didn't read, and I will have to read more um, into so that we can understand. Yeah, I, I, I wish we got more time to spend with each one of these ages. I don't know why they've had to jump time. Yeah. So I, like, I get why they're doing the time jumps, but like I don't know that I needed all these episodes to do these time jumps. But I guess because I feel like we're not going to have Renaris and Damon for long, I feel like they'll be gone by the end of the season. Um, I think so. And Only I feel because like it's of just the time. Be the kids. Yeah, but Which I am intrigued of, with the way yeah. Allison and Renaris left it at dinner, where I was like, "Oh, there's 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 something there still." They like finally came to an agreement for a minute. Yep. And then it looks like, and I think that's going to continue to to weave in and out, where we're going to see them come together and then move apart and then come together and then move apart. I don't see Aegon making it till the end of the season. 
Um, which one's Aegon now? The oldest. With the patch? No, no, he's the middle kid, who's the who's twice oh, the size of his older brother. The one that she slapped. Yeah. The window the one, kid. The one, who, the one who's married to his sister. The window kid. Yeah, the window kid who's married to his sister <laughs> and was goading. Kid. And it's just the drunken banging the maids and whoever else. Right, find. right, right. I like the fact that he is now the window kid. Yeah, that's that's awesome. But the problem is the window kid version looks like what they made the the middle kid look like. Right, right. Like it doesn't make sense. The, it, the casting was bad with that change. I think so. Now the older the older kid with the eye patch that's a great cast. No, that's the right. Yeah. Oh, it is. But it would have been a great casting for Aegon. Correct. Not for the younger brother. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I, maybe they got the names mixed up too. I and don't. Just, and we're looking at the wrong kids. I don't even know. But hey, uh, thanks for hanging out, everybody. Thanks for talking. You know, how's the dragon come next week uh, with your thoughts on the She-Hulk finale? We'll talk about that. We'll have more House of the Dragon. We'll have, oh, who knows what else will come out in the next week. But I'm sure there'll be stuff, and, and we look forward to talking about it with you. Drop us that five-star rating. Leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you listen. And uh, tell a friend. And uh, thanks for finding the Geek Spot with us. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Oh, Dom, you're, you're awful, Dom. <laughs> <laughs>